0: Ladies of the turning table, ladies of the turning table. Ladies of the turning table, ladies of the turning table. Ladies of the tanning table, ladies of the ladies of the turning tables. Ladies of the turning table, ladies of the turning table. Ladies of the turning table, ladies of the turning table. Ladies of the turning table, ladies of the turning table. Welcome to season 2 of the podcast. In this episode number 8, we meet Dark, an OG lady from Brussels, fond of gangster Rap and G-Funk. Yes, my man. We get a lot of inspiration with her talking about our DJ life, rap records and gigs. Let's go, guys. I'm really happy to have you tonight. <laughs> me too. Um, I'm happy
1: that yeah. you have me tonight.
0: <laughs> Thank you for for joining me on uh this new season of the Ladies of the Turning Tables. Um so we start uh, today with a, a local DJ from uh, Brussels, if I'm right. Please if you can present yourself to the audience so we let you so, know. My name
1: is uh, Caroline, Caroline, you can call me uh, Caro. Also, and um, I started DJing, it was in um, 2009 and I used the moniker Miss Hot Tracks and uh, I used to play mainly disco, Italo disco, really cheesy music, uh, but with a lot of bass. Uh, So I started with that and in 2012, I went back to, to my first love, which is hip hop. And um, I went back to to DJ uh, to play uh, trap music mainly. Um, Also, I had a period of time, I didn't start right away in 2009, because the rap music that was coming out, I I don't know, it was really like a, a short period of time in rap that I, I kind of like, I wasn't really super into it. And it was a lot of uh, T-Pain, which now I like, I enjoy, but I think it was really like the period of the auto tune that was kind of hard for me. Like even in Kanye West, uh, Heartbreak, um, I forgot the name of the album, but even that to me it was, I couldn't listen to it. So, and, and also in 2009, um, I just had lived two years in Paris and so I also got introduced to electro music, techno, uh, because I had friends who were really into that. So that really opened up a lot of, of, of other um, genre and, 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 and style of music. So when I started with Miss Her Tracks, it was really the, 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 the prolongation. I don't know if you say that, but um, uh, the, that was really what, what, what I used to listen to in... Um, in 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 paris and uh, then 2012 it was what made, made, made me want to to dj again as um as a hip-hop dj or rap dj or trap dj uh, was asap rocky and to, because he was really bringing the um, like I, I'm, I'm a huge sorry because i'm going everywhere but mm-hmm. i'm a huge uh B- bontex and harmony fan and to me it was bringing that that back uh, especially with with the uh, the really like uh, obscure dark um melodies and 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 uh, and instrumentals, and uh like the style you know like it was really you know like sometimes switching styles and and that really like to me that was like wow okay now I'm I'm really into what's going on what's what's happening, mm-hmm. and one of the producer uh is uh, and was uh Space Ghost Burp. And he held. all he had uh, this uh, Red Clan um, um, group, and they used to to have like a special alphabet where they would replace like the A as a V, or the U as a, as another letter, or, or the E as a X or as a Z, as a Z. And um, so that's why I chose my name Dark. And so actually. It's pronounced dark, but it's spelled double D, V, R, double K. So you you. you take
0: off. (laughs) There's a question. How do you pronounce your name? Yes. (laughs) Seriously. Your name is dark. Okay. Dark. Simple.
1: Uh, (laughs) Voilà. And also uh, the double D and the double K at the beginning and the end, the letter. Uh, It's also like um, in respect uh, for the, um, for Kingdom, who is uh, more like a club DJ. And I went to New York in 2009 and uh, I met Kingdom uh, there. And and I did also a shooting with uh, Oh My God, Michelle, who was like a really small group, but produced by Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, I contacted them through MySpace, you know, (laughs) MySpace. rest in peace my space but yeah it was really easy actually to contact uh, uh, the artists back in the days mm-hmm. and so I I went to, to one of the, the the kingdoms party and um, and they put me on the guest list and I remember I was dressed like really shitty and and you know I was going like to Manhattan to party and <laughs> the person like at the door you know was really like staring me down like are you on the guest list? I was like, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> so I went in. Actually, it was a, a queer party, a gay party, a queer party. And uh, there was the first time that I listened to, because I, I'm a lesbian and I love rap. And there was the first time that I actually heard rap music in a queer place. And I was like, wow, you know? And, and I was like, shit, you know, I, I want to do that too. And, but, I didn't have the opportunity yet. It it happened uh, later on, um, not too 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 late. Like I think it was 2013 or 12
0: mm-hmm. that I
1: DJ also at the lesbian parties uh, and I played rap music. And to me, that was really like you know like um, a slap to my face. You know like wow, okay, uh, New York also. So that's why my name is really like uh, linked to Space Ghost Purp, um to what he produced. Uh, also, he brought back like the Memphis, uh, Memphis style, you know, from 36 Mafia, mm. um, and and I he played also is also from Miami, so you have like you know this bass, like not Miami base, but the influence of of Miami in his productions too, and of course DJ Unique with the Bontex and Harmony. So it's so, a shout out to those two producers who, really for me like. Um, um, did change the, the, the music landscape at
0: a, at a certain point in time. And uh, so that's me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's really interesting what you just said. A lot of uh, influences and now we understand yes. better your name and how yeah. it's pronounced <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, what brought you to to DJing? What decided you to, to say like, okay, I listen to, to rap music, but now I want to play it as well. So. How did you make the switch? First off, I was
1: 13, so it was 1996, and I, I bought... So, uh, I, it was a time where there was a lot of, not newspaper, but magazines, rap magazines in the uh, 96, in the 90s. And so, I remember it was this French magazine called uh, RER, and they had... Uh, I still have it. I still have the copy. Uh, with Nas on the cover, and... Mm.
0: Um, nice. Yeah.
1: And so... Um, <laughs> Sorry. For the subscription, it was, um, you could su- subscribe and get a, a record. But of course, you know, it was with friends. And, and so my mom, you know, wouldn't subscribe to it because back in the days, you know, there was a little bit of money.
0: Mm. And so
1: I remember seeing that, that record, it was written. And then I went with my mom to a record store in uh, Alma, so in Brussels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember seeing the record and I was like, oh, I want the record. Also, like, you know, on the record, it's, it's bigger than a CD. It's, uh, you know, you really have like the picture right in your face. And so uh, that was my first record. Oh. And then, yeah. <laughs> and but the Nas record, I kept... the, the record of, or the it was written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought it. I found it. I bought it. And then I bought, I was still buying CDs uh, and now I regret it, you know, for some like uh, French uh, rap rap group, like I am a Shuriken, you know. <laughs> I know. I regret that uh, I didn't buy, buy the, the, those ones in uh, on rap vinyl. But anyway, and so I I was buying, you know, a little bit of records here and there, like some Bontags, not not the album, but like uh, 12 inches. Mm-hmm. And I, I had my mom's turntable. Which wasn't uh, a technique, It was just you know like on one way. So if you scratch it, you really fucked up the whole uh, the whole equipment. You know. So I didn't scratch. I didn't do anything. A band drive uh, then. Yes. Oh drive. my god. That's oh the god. word. That's the word. I know. And uh, so I, I kept buying records, but in my mind it wasn't you know like to DJ. Like I didn't really have that. And then there was this uh, radio station uh, that would uh, transmit hair out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the area. It was um, Action La Radio Groove. I don't know if you know that No, no I don't know that no. nice. So there was really close to my to my place and there were a lot of artists always coming, like so. I got you know some autograph like from Oxmo Puccino, Faflarage. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, <nice. Yeah. laughs> Melophilo, and uh, you know, I would go to the to the radio station and would sign. And there was one DJ who was uh, there, it was noise um, Noisby. Uh, Pedro. He's not a DJ anymore and doesn't live in Brussels anymore also. But I think it was starting out and it was not starting, out. it was starting, it was starting his, his like DJ career in Brussels. And because I would call the radio often it would be there, you know, like playing the records and doing the shows, but also answering the phone. And so I remember it was like, oh, but, you know, I hear you a lot and come, come see me at the radio. And so he gave me a mixtape, one of his mixtapes. And then he invited me to go see the, the to watch the DMC uh, championship um, at the EZEL. So I went there and I saw Ooh. DJ Septic. Oh, nice. And Septic Septic was my age, kind of, or maybe like one or two years younger. And I was like, wow, okay. And at that moment, I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> I still suck I'd baby scratch, you know? I'm not the DMC champion. No worries. But in my mind... It was like okay i'm gonna learn and I, i'm going to buy the equipment and um and i i did it all by myself actually no, nobody you know came to my place nobody showed me anything it was you know there was no no youtube no nothing and so at 17 i bought my first techniques Uh, then i waited i think it was like one or two years yes two years and then i bought the second one with the the gemini uh, gemini mixer I still have the Gemini actually so it's still my
0: yeah (laughs) I I think most of us keep our first mixer as a trophy like you know like we bought it with our own money our first mixers a a, a treasure
1: yeah so I had all those records and then I was like okay let's let's do it and I was like oh no, it's not working like I thought it would work. <laughs> you know, with the BPA, with the pitch and everything. So, okay, <laughs> now I have to really, you know, understand how that works and uh, and so I I was like a bedroom DJ, you know, because uh, but I did like a not a mixtape, but you know, with record live also because I don't have like the um, I don't know, call that you know the the cat piece, the four um, four yeah, band, the, the you know, recorder, the recorder, you know, like especially for the mixtapes because it mm. use different.
0: Tracks. Yeah.
1: Yes. Different tracks. And uh so me it was just, you know, on my, j- just on, on the tape. Your, your, on, on your radio
0: with the cassette, with the cassette, there.
1: with everything. Yes. I know. I know. I did that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, when you were so, like kind yeah. of syncing the CD with yes. your tape and yeah. you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that uh, kind of stress. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
1: So I bought also a lot of uh you know I went a lot to to HMD HMD uh, record store because also they were selling like those special club DJs um uh records and they would have like um uh you know like a, a small intro of thirty seconds intro which, which was perfect you know to 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 mix with the the other track was also like and so yeah kind of like you know. I, I went my way around and, and I was like, okay, so I did this this small mix and I would, you know, like go to the university and say, yeah, you know, listen to that and what you think about it. And we're like, oh yeah, cool. oh, you did that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was like my, and then, uh, but I didn't have any connection also. I didn't have any connection to the hip hop world because it's, it's a closed you know, it's closed especially in Brussels. It, it used to be... Mm-hmm. Kind of 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 clothes. It was really for people, you know, who were like initiated or who knew someone actually. Not even, you know, you didn't have to be like a, a sick DJ or sick this or you know, just to know the right people who would like school you and you know put you on some mm-hmm. some other stuff. Um, like for instance, you know, like my my I- idols in Brussels were like CNN, De Puta Madre, Erabe, but I don't know anybody. And also I'm not from from Skarbek or you know, like I, I don't live in those areas. So like I'm a, I'm a bit of a not not posh because my mom, you know, likes, like it's middle, middle class, but you know, mm-hmm. I used to live in Krainem or Stokel. Uh, it, was not, a bit a...
0: it was a bit remote from yes. the the yeah. the let's say the hot points of hip hop yeah. and Brussels back in the day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: Mm. So yeah, I would, you know, go with a with like a, a camera, you know, and take pictures of the graffitis and stuff because I like that, you know. And and I remember CNN, you know, tagged just right at the Krenem, uh exit to go into the the the, the city. Uh, they had like a, a big graph, but that's it, you know. Like and also, I remember once I went to uh, the Jacques Franck um, uh, Cultural centrum, Center Center yeah, in Saint-Gilles. Yes, mm-hmm. and there was like uh, la, la Ruina dans la Cuisine. There was this show with, with a lot of, of break dancers, and, and uh, On The Shock was there, CNN mm-hmm. was there. And I was like, you know, I was, I don't know, maybe 16, but to me, you know, they were like my idols, you know. But in Brussels, you know, they would not consider themselves idols, you mm-hmm. know. Like You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. didn't have like the big uh, big head or, you know, like thing that they they, they above everybody, but I, I remember I went to see, I, I don't think it was, maybe it was Pichot, I don't know, and I, and I was like, oh, I'm a big fan of yours, and they were just making fun of me, you know, I was like, ah, those guys, fuck them, no. <laughs> no but because I don't think they were used to that mm. later on you know I met Pichot you know and I told him and I think he laughed you know like it wasn't you know something mean you know but it no, was I just understand. It they're was not used like, to
0: that like what are you saying not I'm not famous or whatever that's yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Yes, I get exactly. It. just like that and and me you know it was like all innocent in a sense you know like uh, I like what you're doing you know like really you know it touches me about your records uh, so yeah uh, yeah, so then why did I start? <laughs> uh, so then I was, when I was in Paris, so for a long time I was just a bedroom DJ and uh, also I didn't have any any connections. Um, I didn't really have a car, you know, and, and back in the days you had to bring all the records and so, yeah, it was... It was,
0: it was like... kind of a hustle, but, but to, to carry around all the, the records to just do one hour or it was yes. kind of you had to move your whole room to to make a mix so yeah it was not that easy mm. and then uh,
1: so i met a dj who who became my friend uh when i was in paris so we had like a small group and then he told me about uh tractor oh tractor the first so yes so i was like oh okay what's this you know and yeah so you don't need actually all the records, you know, you can just use the USB. And I was like, okay. And uh, so that's how I started. I actually had my first gig in Paris. Uh, in, um, yes, in the lesbian uh, bar, who is now closed. And I used to play like, so I was Miss tracks. That was like Electro Disco. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, molinex, X, uh, Anorak. Yeah, they are still, uh, putting things out but so that was like with a lot of bass and mm-hmm. and uh ar- arpeggio also
0: mm-hmm. you know like
1: with the you know like I really like that with the pff, strong bass like a, I don't know I feel like it's a macho music but not macho you know like it's for men but like no 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 you know, yeah it, it, yeah, it's full like, of uh... energy you know, yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it <laughs> yeah and then I came back to Brussels um and I didn't have any connection still um, but I worked at the casino in Brussels and um, I made a friend there who was a colleague of mine and she was like, you have a lot of, you know, like, I really love your selection. You should DJ, go, you know, do it. If you want, I can pay you your, your tractor and I can pay you your laptop because I needed like a Mac. And I was like, "No, oh, it's okay. You know, I would, I would put money on the side and I will, you know, pay myself, but she really motivated me to actually do it. Because sometimes a lot of time I'm a bit of a dreamer, you know. When I did, yeah, yeah, we'll do this, I will do that, and then, you know, and that she mm. was really like motivating me. And then she also knew someone who was throwing parties and lesbian parties as well. So that's how I came into mm. the uh, to the picture, and where I saw a lot of female DJs also. Nice <laughs> with house music and and electro deep house and. Yes. so i met a lot of uh, other female dj actually yeah yeah but you know when i wanted to dj i didn't really think like oh i'm going to be the first female dj playing uh, hip hop in brussels or you know no to me I, I was i felt like i was the equal of a dj septic you No, know, even though i wasn't technically in uh, on, on on the skill level like <laughs> no but you know like i didn't really see them as um, Oh, they are male, I'm female, you know, like, to me, it was really like, uh, I want to be like them. And of course, I didn't have like any any female um, uh, representation. But like, to me, it didn't matter because I wanted to be like them, you know, like, it didn't matter. Maybe if, you know, it were a girl, I don't know if if I would have been like more attracted, like, uh, oh, you know, I really want to be like her Mm -hmm. or not. I don't know, you know, so... So even though, you know, I saw like a lot of female DJ, I was like, okay, cool, you know, like they, they DJ, but to me, that wasn't like, oh, wow, there are so many female DJs. Like, I didn't really feel that either. It was like, yeah, it's normal. <laughs> like everybody's DJ. But then afterwards, when you hear, you know, people talking about what they went through. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's one of your next question.
0: <laughs> you introduced it perfectly, thank you. So yeah, you, you kind of answered already one. That was um, my question regarding what you said before uh, with no connection. Do you think, uh, looking backwards, that it was maybe because you were a female? In the hip hop, like in in Brussels?
1: I mean, uh, even though there, there are some, some female artists like Noemi, mm-hmm. uh, Lydien. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think she was friend with them through, you know, school, or maybe mm-hmm. f- friend with one of the cousin, and then, oh yeah, you know, she raps, and oh, my cousin raps. And I think it was more like that. Because I think that with, with the guys, it was more like, you know, I, I'm doing maybe some graffiti, and then oh, there are some other graffiti artist oh let's meet up oh I like what you're doing oh yeah yeah you come to the click and you know let's tag and 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 write together and yeah you know and when you're mm. a female you don't really go out at night at midnight to to go and uh, to 16
0: graffiti. no your mom won't let you do that indeed <laughs> I don't think so yeah at least my mom won't let me no. was not letting me do it so I was like no. 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 mine them <laughs> <laughs> No. I don't regret it by so,
1: the way. No huh? <laughs> no 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 no. no. I really think that that it was um, a huge huge actually I didn't really realize it maybe I'm just realizing now because we're we're talking you know because mm-hmm. I never really looked back on it. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that you know my my friends introduced me into also like the, the the lesbian parties because I didn't know also anybody into the lesbian um world like a party world mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody because actually I, I I did my coming out even for me when I was in Paris I realized that I like girls when I was in Paris mm-hmm. so when I came back to Paris it was like okay I, I need to you know it's still new for me like right now in Brussels it's new I don't know anybody like uh, I only have my friend from from high school but that also you know it's it changes and uh you know, some people go to, you know, I've already started to work like in corporate jobs. And me, I was still like, you know, I like to to enjoy myself, like to to party. And, and I don't want like, you know, a, a job with too much responsibility. I still don't. <laughs> Who
0: does? Who does? Seriously. Some
1: people, some people actually. But I, I don't mm-hmm. think like, we're more like the creative people. And I think we like to have like, you know, the nine to five to pay the bills, that it's not too too heavy on our brain and and when we can still uh think of, of other stuff while while we are at work for instance and uh, like when, when you know what I do it's uh it's important for the company but like when I go through the door like uh, when it's over I don't have oh shit you know I forgot to send that email I, I had to do this I have to call that person. no mm. like the job is behind me like it's I'm out that's cool so it's really yeah it's really important for me so i can focus on
0: other stuff on yep. the creative part <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> yeah, yeah I I just... Agree.
0: it takes a lot of mental space to be creative i mean and you you want to have energy and a free headspace to to be able to create whatever you want to achieve as well because if you as you just said as i have a really uh side job but you know, the one that pays the bill for, I'd I'd say like for the regular stuff. (laughs) If it's too demanding at some point, you're, yeah, burnout, hello. (laughs) So no, it's uh, it's, it's kind of a hard balance though, because you have to find something that's not too boring, Mm -hmm. but not too demanding either. And as well paid, so you can still do whatever you like without no big consequences on your life as well. If you want to have a kind of a comfy life. (laughs) Meaning a, yeah. a flat, you know, some kind of food every day on the table, stuff like that. So, go on yeah, holidays on travel, so stuff, you know, that people do uh, with money. I still own an apartment, but I have tons of records.
1: <laughs> so...
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of an investment, records now, because, uh, you know, with the discounts and stuff. So, yeah, here we go with my next question. So, um, are you a record lover? (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. Uh, I kind of stopped uh, buying uh, records lately and I I was more into, like, uh, buying uh, CDs, especially G-Funk or gangster rap CDs, who sometimes are, uh, which are a bit expensive. No, I, I, see, I see prices like 400 euros. I'm never going to pay that. Unless maybe uh, I win the Euro minion, you know, like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. maybe, you know. But the Even most now. expensive CD that I actually paid for was like uh, $90. For oh, a so, me?
0: Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. Field,
1: factory. Oh, okay, seals. Okay, okay. Or, but... or, or maybe re maybe re because. Yeah, that also, yeah, I, I've mm. seen stuff. I'm like, oh, what?
0: <laughs> shady ceiling. Yeah, shady ceiling. <laughs> yeah, shady ceiling. <laughs> oh my god, ninety bucks yeah, for a CD? Yeah. Seriously? Wow, yeah. I lost that. Uh, that uh, let's say uh, uh, trade actually with CDs. I knew about the records, and some prices are just ridiculously high. Um, and even the new ones now are yeah. minimum forty to fifty bucks. Per piece, uh, which is a huge budget for everyone. So yeah, you can't you cannot support your your artists if you, you have to pay that much. I mean, if you with 50 bucks, you could have like, I mean, not that far ago, let's say five to six years back, you could have like a few uh 12 inches uh singles and uh and maybe one or two LP. So yeah. Guys, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> but like recently, I, I just received the,
1: the Kendrick Lamar latest album. Nice. That I bought. Yeah, but also I think it was like 50 or 40 something. Oh. I, I just listened to it today. So it was sealed. So nobody touched it before. And I know how to handle the, the record. I put it on. It cracks. Oh, no. It has cracks. And then I looked up on Discogs. Maybe I should have done that before. Buying it, but I didn't really think about it. And actually, a lot of uh, bad. There's a lot of bad reviews about the cracking. Apparently, they put it like into the um, the sleeves. Yeah, the sleeves. Yeah, and apparently, it's the sleeves that it's not good. It's not like you know the regular white uh, paper sleeve.
0: Oh. Okay, um, so the paper
1: is kind of abrasive, and it's kind yes, of yes, apparently. Uh, so maybe that that's what ah. makes the crack. And also, one of the picture on the on the sleeves. It's blurry, like even the quality of the picture. And I'm really like, I think a lot of and also you have to put it uh, to put it like to put the volume up. So I really think a lot of 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 companies now are not you know using the masters to press the record. Maybe they just use Spotify, I don't know, but you you know, like they have like the no, I'm not, I'm not saying Spotify,
0: but I'm just, really I'm, think... I'm, I'm just thinking like if it's the case, my god, it's shame yes. guys, shame on you. <laughs> Yeah, and I also listened to another, because
1: I bought also another records and also the quality of, of the volume, and I was like, is it like, like CD to records, and not master to records? Hmm. And, and I really, yeah, and I was really disappointed, I was also disappointed with uh, some French, um, uh, French rapper, and I, I bought the CD, and then it was like CDR cdr like what the fuck, you know cdr like i'm not gonna pay 15 okay maybe you have like a nice you know like a booklet or mm-hmm. even the booklet was not really was like you know for um for sheets mm-hmm. uh, for for the cheat and two for the two for the cheat mm-hmm. so nothing crazy but like a cdr you know at least put it that it's a cdr
0: and and yeah i mean like, you can like buy 10 bucks I mean, it's, okay, you did it yourself, okay, no, no problems, but you cannot sell it like 20 or something. Guys, yeah. no.
1: Yeah, so like lately, um, I'm really disappointed and I think I'm going to keep my money uh, to myself. <laughs> or to go to, to to secondhand because also there's, there's a lot of uh, secondhand uh, still affordable because that also, there are a couple of secondhand records here uh, mm-hmm. with rap who are going like 40 bucks for, okay. Some of them, you know, are, are really pricey, but but come on,
0: <laughs> come on. Yeah, I, I heard that, for example, the 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 first album of uh, Dogginico. Now you can have it like more than three numbers. huh? it's like uh, two hundred, starting from two hundred first pressing of course no because you you don't know you, you don't know i mean what happened to the records and you can pay 200 but the the record can have a lot of cracks be damaged um even though that you know they have the, the code like in this codes that lets you know if the record is good or not but even though you it's like you you will uh spend a lot of money on something that is meh average and I'm not that okay. I, I think that um, at least speaking for myself, that if I really want these records, for example, the funky family as well, you know, these kind of albums that are really pricey these days, I just want to wait when the the hype goes down, and if I still want them at that time, I will buy them now, there, you know? So they will be more less expensive because people won't or buy them press. Yeah, maybe. or a good or repress. maybe or maybe wait for a good repress as well. Yeah, but then, <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens.
1: <laughs> if they took the the tape tape on the record and uh... <laughs> an old tape, <laughs> yeah, because I also see a lot of of like the like even with the 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 G funk and gangster rap. I'm not going to name anybody, but I see a lot of repress, and I really wonder if those if the artist or, or, or the producer or whoever put the money to produce those records because sometimes the artist didn't produce it and, and, st- and even when they they did record it back in the days they didn't get paid uh, but I wonder if really if anybody is really getting any money but the new label who is doing the repress. it's really what like, I, I can see, you know, I, I bought some some repress for, for, like, yeah, the G-Funk. The cover is all pixels you can, you can. in it.
0: Yeah. And I'm like... So you were saying about the ethical point of view that some of the records you bought recently, you are not that sure that people get the money they deserve on it. Not sure.
1: Yeah. I see sometimes... Some of the rappers who are still kind of like active, or at least they have an Instagram. Sometimes they are tagged into the post, the Instagram post. So mm-hmm. I guess that they must know about it. But yeah, sometimes I I doubt it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how it works actually. I'm not behind the
0: the scene. It would be interesting to 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 have a uh, someone that represses uh, compilations or, uh, or or records that. To explain us, how do they do that? So or do they share the money? So I, I, I'm sure they they keep a part of it, that's for sure. And they split between maybe the first presser or the first owner of the rights, and maybe the artist, I don't, I mean, at least I hope the artist touched I mean gets something in the end. Um, but uh, yeah, it would be interesting to to ask uh, someone like that. Interesting
1: because most of those records are like out of press, mm-hmm. so that means that they go for like I told you, like 400 500. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's really crazy, especially for CDs who can, you know, they can be scratched, or mm. it's kind of like an opportunity to, to have it for like 20 euros. But in the meantime, if someone is being ripped off at the end, like the artist, it's not so great,
0: no. But in the same time, when you buy the record from someone the artist won't touch a dime from the 400 bucks that you will pay i mean theoretically to someone so it's kind of i mean it's it's not perfect but uh at some point i understand that for example if you buy a piece of furniture you first bought it from an editor and that already paid the designer. And maybe there is a fee that gets to the designer as well. But when you buy the piece of furniture, then it's yours. So the money you make with it, whether more or less, it's your problem. And then the designer and the editor won't get a dime. So it's kind of the same as well. So I don't know. But for repressing, that's kind of something different though. For me, at least, it would be a nice point to raise with artists so they get at least something from it maybe about less because of the time spent or I don't know something I don't know I'm just I don't know Uh, I really want to know so if someone in the listeners of this show knows about it please let us know because we would love to know how it works for ride sharings (laughs) when you repress a record from someone (laughs) So you used to dig a lot. You just spoke about G-Funk now. So I suppose that you play a lot of G-Funk now.
1: A lot of uh, G-Funk and the, the new scene also, which is not really G-Funk, but it's more like uh, Houston-influenced and, and LA-influenced as well. Uh, I don't know if you heard of uh, Larry June. Yeah, oh
0: so yeah, really, yeah. yeah. That. Wow. So
1: that kind of vibe, you know, like uh, that, that player, I call it player vibe because it's really talking exactly. about... No, true. Money, ju- 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 cars, no violence. Actually, there's no violence no. In, in the lyrics. Lot of drugs and, yes. <laughs> and women. Yes, yes, yes.
0: not the yes. most uh, nice no, way of no saying
1: women, but so the, I think that there are the, the, the sons of uh, two shorts and uh and pimp C and, 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 and...
0: <laughs> maybe nicer ones, less uh less, yes, yes. big gangster shit. <laughs>
1: Let's, let's uh, pimp, pimp, pimpy.
0: Yes, <laughs> I hope at least. I don't, uh, I yes. hope, I hope yes. uh, there's no crime involved. Uh...
1: <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think so. But I really like, uh, yes, Larry June, and uh, I went. I went to see him actually in uh, Paris uh, in uh, May. Nice. I think it was in May. Yeah, that was worth the trip. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, I really, I started my own show on a kiosk radio to play that kind of vibe uh, because I'm part of a crew called uh, Love Gang. And uh, we play, so we also have our show, but we are four DJs and we have, you know, one hour. So that means 15 minutes per DJ. So there are so much music, uh, so much, you know, different vibes in rap. Uh, that sometimes you know we play trap, then we are going to play some crunk, then some 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 music from Houston, some music from Memphis, some funk, drill, uh, Chicago drill, UK drill, <laughs> you know, some French rap. So that's that's a lot of different styles that that we enjoy, and uh, that's a lot. You know, we don't have time to to play all that, and so I was like, oh, you know, I'm I'm really into that, and I think I have enough music to. To have my own show and so to play some some G funk from back in the days, but also uh, G funk from now, because the L.A. scene uh, is really active, like true, and and also the 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 Bay Area has always been active, but not really uh, shown or you know like like right, the yes. Bay Area never stops, It's never stopped producing, like San Francisco, Oakland, yeah, they I- never stop I- producing, mm-hmm. but they don't have like this. Um, international aura or you know like uh, uh, could, could, you give, uh
0: could you give us a, a few names for the listeners that would be interested in this so
1: to? yeah of course too short is a super known. uh <laughs> so you have like uh, J, yeah J, jt the bigger figure filthy witch e40 who is quite known a uh, jay stalin uh, the jacka rest in peace Mike Trey, yeah. rest and in from peace the new
0: scene in the bay area do you have uh, a few name maybe to yeah.
1: kamaya i love kamaya she's a female also she's i love kamaya she i don't know yeah she, and she really she deserves more than, than just to stay local not local yeah. because i know that she she's known a bit you know in the us and of course people you know who are into uh, the bay area mm-hmm. Around the world, know I guess about her, but she 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 needs more exposure. Also, she's she used to be uh, produced by YG. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity in 2016 to go to Los Angeles and actually to to attend uh, the YG uh, Fuck Donald Trump uh, tour. So it was in Santa Ana, and so nice. there was side Sad Sad Boy Loco who's. Mexican was Mexican origins, Kamaya and RJ. RJ uh, actually, I wouldn't say outshined her, but has I think more exposure than her
0: mm. than Kamaya.
1: Then YG kind of like dropped her. I don't know what happened, so I'm not gonna you know start some uh, rumors or whatever. She doesn't have like the 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 female features ah. to be famous. Uh, like, okay, I get what like you Like Cardi mean. B, like uh, Megan Thee Stallion, like all those guys. You know
0: shiny, it? let's say.
1: She hasn't, but I think uh, most of her body is still natural, <laughs> which is really rare these days. <laughs> yes, but I think, and she, yeah, she doesn't have that—that that, I don't know how you call it. You know, like the the, the Kim Kardashian, you know, like Coca, Coca-Cola bottle. Mm. And so I think that she's would not figure. She's not, you know, as bankable maybe as the other female artists. Visually, I, you know. yeah. yes but also sometimes she she sings a lot and she raps but i think she needs more like punchy productions and uh but i hope that one day she will uh she will make it she will be more exposed than uh than what she is now
0: maybe she yeah. will have more coverage i would say yeah you know sometimes you just need a bit of time and because yes. maybe it's not the right time for her right now but maybe in a few months or a few years she will raise and thrive and uh, <laughs> and she will uh <laughs> As, as she deserves i don't know or maybe she will stop or i don't know we'll see, <laughs>
1: we'll see, we'll see. there's also another the guy uh called Olmo Thug, who's from um san francisco so Olmo thug uh used to be a i think it, still a, a bontex fan as well and he really does the the old school chief uh, fan vibe so it's, it's like 22 i think 22 23 oh really and, young uh, yes Oh, okay. And is uh, also he has Mexican uh, origins. Camaya mm-hmm. not she's African American. And uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, and actually we we I chat a lot with with him on um, on Instagram talking just about music and um yeah different stuff. I have a connection with a uh, fly papi. He's a guy from uh, Virginia, but he's really into that player vibe. Like he, and interrupts a lot of EPs. Uh, I did some vocals actually for him. It's oh some, nice. Uh, it's like uh vo- voices you know and you know like that uh je t'adore jay-z you know like that <laughs> but ah, i mixed it ah, like
0: yeah. french you know french uh french, the stuff. french girl uh, from uh, with a yeah. french, let's say french accent even though yeah we get it because yes. for, for us people it's like ah. super sexy indeed super sexy. For us, it's just <laughs> and- the way we talk well that's okay <laughs> Until they see me and
1: they're like, oh, "Okay,
0: <laughs> are you sure you want my voice to say stuff like that?" Okay, that's cool. So, so you move a lot, you travel a lot for music, then?
1: Uh no, no, not, not, not really. I used to, but uh, no, I have, uh, I have less and less gigs actually. Uh, but in the meantime, also, I I decided to stop the, to stop. Sorry, uh, DJing in, in in bars and pubs because it's yeah to me it's becoming annoying to to be there for like 4 or 5 hours uh DJing for people who actually don't they're not there for you you know they're just there to have a drink and sometimes even the music is too loud and you know you annoy them or it's not the right kind of music like the last DJ set i did was at the kumiko mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah now it's closed uh but People would, and then you know, I I thought about it when I was, you know, did mixing, and I was like, yeah, of course, not the right, right place because people are having dinner, so Mm -hmm. they are eating, they are uh, talking, and then I'm playing people who are also speaking on the track, so it's like you know, a double. Double voice, and so the guy, you know, he used to tell me, Hey, can you put it down a little bit? Can you put it down? Can you put it down? It was like, Okay, then you know, I'm just gonna end up with my headphone and listen to the music and enjoy the music by myself. Oh, I remember core cool parties there with the Lefto and uh, yeah, they were cool, but the, they 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 place, they, they shut the, the place down. Uh, yeah, the DJ there at that, that uh, that party, it was nice, nice, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, nice. so good memories. Tired of you know having people coming to me and saying, yeah, do you have this? Do you have that? blah blah blah, and like pff, you know, forget it.
0: No <laughs> request to that. Bam. <laughs> no, no, people, you know.
1: Hey, no? you can tra- you can always try, but if I say I don't have it, I don't have it, you know, like go True. away, leave me alone.
0: <laughs> and no, I won't play it from you too. No, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know if you had that already once or twice. Oh, but, yes, like, yes. But- You know YouTube? And they are like with the the phone the you. Leave me alone. It's not that how it works. No. No. I I won't plug my phone. (laughs) No. Thank you. Even though now new mixers have a Bluetooth um, connection, so technically you could do it. It. No, they don't know.
1: No more, no more, no more license DJ. Then no more DJ license from the Sabam. Ah, if you pay your Spotify,
0: you, you could say that actually, actually to, yeah. uh, for for those who are not living in Belgium, Sabam is the. Um, the organism who collects uh, music to give back to the artist. So you have to pay uh, a fee, monthly fee or yearly fee, to be able to play uh, music in bars or radio whatever as soon as you stream music on a place you have to pay a fee to these guys if you are already paying a fee to a distributor maybe it could be a uh, no license uh, how, how is it now how, how much is it now more, more than 200 euros as a dj yeah but because, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no
1: no no, <laughs> Just no not per month uh... not per the month <laughs> 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 then i would stop <laughs> yeah with DJ in my place and uh, that's it
0: <laughs> yeah I will just ask the the, the artist directly to give me the, the tracks to play them directly and say like okay yes. now you know when I'm streaming <laughs> yeah yeah, know yeah. so you you start DJing with uh with the uh, people from the radio and uh and then in Paris and then you came back in in Brussels and uh in in what happened in Brussels then? So I
1: started DJing at the lesbian parties,
0: uh-huh. uh, and then
1: uh, first when I wanted to to mix uh, back uh, to go back to to playing a rap, uh, actually the one who gave me the the first opportunities were also a lesbian DJ that I knew. So it was Fadi Fadi One who used to do the picnic electronic. She mm-hmm. still does. Mm-hmm. She does it, actually. And so I DJ there. Uh, really nice, you know, for like a chill Sunday afternoon at the park. And after half an hour, she came back. She was like, play four by four. Play house music. Play." I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to switch. And so I switched the... Uh, the music I, I DJ what I used to, but she actually was the first one to, to offer me this opportunity, even though the public didn't really, uh, the audience didn't really appreciate it. But then there was also another another girl, uh, Isa, mm-hmm. who was doing the Rebellious Dolls parties. Mm-hmm. And so she, uh, uh, she gave me the opportunity to DJ. Okay, it was in the smoking room. I don't smoke. So <laughs> yeah, a I bit feel nasty. It. But still uh she gave me the opportunity to uh With a to DJ. So but so yeah, so that's how I started, you know, back to to DJ. And then I don't know who gave me other other spots. But people already knew me from, from mixing house music and electronic music, so they knew I could DJ. So they were like, Yeah, sure, you know.
0: So basically what you're saying is that people are not um surprised that you're a DJ, but more surprised about you playing rap music, right? not
1: no not necessarily no? because okay. uh i think through facebook also you know like i used to post a lot of, of rap music on it mm-hmm. so i think a lot of people already knew that by mm-hmm. you know seeing my 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 timeline no i'm not really on facebook anymore everything is more on a, on instagram so yeah
0: <laughs> like everybody else yes. in and in a, in a few months we'll be all on tiktok anyway so <laughs> shit still haven't don't have my account yet do you have um any advice for uh, aspiring DJs or uh, young people that would uh, love to, or not young people, by the way, but aspiring DJs, love to to start and uh, or, or to continue? Something that you would have said to your younger self or would have wished someone told you? I think just do it, you know, with your heart. To me, it's a passion. It's
1: not just, a, oh, you know, it's fashion to be DJ, so I'm going to be DJ for two years, and then if, if you passionate about music and you want to do it maybe if you don't have all you know the money you don't know where to start you don't know who to to look up to right now people have youtube which we didn't have so check what you can get you know as a uh, information about the equipment about how it works i think there's a lot of, of tutorials there are also a lot of workshop true uh, organized so if you want first go to a workshop and you know see if it's Instead of just like me buying the, all the equipment, which was expensive back then. It
0: is. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> just, you know, maybe maybe just go and, and also, okay, you don't need, you know, speci- especially to take, to take two turntables mm-hmm. and and, and one, one mixer because you have so many other options right now, especially in clubs also, people mix more with CDJs and, and, and less with, with turntables. First, be, be passionate about yourself about about music sorry and about yourself as well (laughs) but don't don't just do it just because it's it's fashionable or just because you think you're gonna get girls or boys or both or you know or a lot of money because no (laughs) 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 unless you unless unless you're a producer yes yeah yeah, get more money but if you just dj no don't you know no, sometimes it's it's nice, you know. It's it it pays more than than the sometimes yeah, it pays all the bills and you still have a lot of money. And then I went through that. It's a nice month. Now it's more more calm. But you know, don't do it for the money. Don't do it for that. Just do it for the love of
0: music. It's a great advice. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Do you have a um, I don't know if maybe one favorite track that uh, you are listening uh, on repeats these days? Let there me check. <laughs> Uh huh.
1: But I, I listened to a lot of, uh, I've listened to the, so it's really not G Funk at all. Uh, the last album of uh Rock Marciano produced by The Alchemists. Oh my god, I'm really into that right now. Oh, yeah, over and
0: over. Yeah, oh, and, by, uh, by the way, yesterday was his birthday, so happy yes. birthday. True, and The Alchemist, the best producer True. ever on this earth. <laughs> I mean, I'm not subjective at all. Uh. <laughs> so, well, so happy birthday to you guys, and uh, we hope uh, you make a lot of other dope records for long yes. time.
1: Please, and mine, mine is on Friday, so you see, Scorpio crew, here we are. <laughs> but uh, I suck at production, so yeah. Question, I'm, not so. Hmm. I'm not alchemist. I'm not alchemist. I'm not alchemist. No, I, I, what if I produce? Yeah. No, I tried, but uh, I have a, a couple of, of maybe beats here and there on uh-huh. SoundCloud and Bandcamp, but it's nothing, uh, it's really bad.
0: It, it doesn't f- suit your standards.
1: It doesn't suit any, anybody's standards, I think. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> because sometimes we're super hard with, with ourselves, so that's no, why i would no, make no. that. But if you no, say but so, I, I trust you. No,
1: <laughs> no, nothing is mixed, you know, like it's really like raw. And, and, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have the passion actually to do that. To really be uh, into it, yeah. I don't have the patience. Yeah, also another advice, be patient. Great. and coming DJs,
0: yeah. <laughs> be patience is key indeed. Yes. Yeah, everything's yes. Come, uh, come at the right time, actually. Even mm-hmm. though you don't feel it that way, but sometimes you get a lot of people having big gigs and you're like, oh, wow, wow why not me? But uh, no, because it's not the right time for you when it's the right time for you, you will have the big gigs, don't worry, it will come. Uh, at least my sh- small experience told me that, so I was kind of, but yeah, but why all the others and not me, you know, <laughs> sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I heard that too, I had that too, yeah. Or like,
1: oh, but you, you know, that that this DJ just started like two weeks, not two weeks ago, but like, and also with connections, you know, with... Oh. Uh, I also know that you know I'm 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 older than than some uh, younger DJs. And when you're young, you know you, you you party a lot. You make more connections. You're more into the 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 scene. Also, mm. uh, when you're older, you are like also yeah. I don't want to go to that party because I'm
0: tired. You know, like, have to yeah. work. Times you you have to perform at uh, your day job, let's say, to to pay the bills. We know that. <laughs> We know, we do. So (laughs) what was the the, the track? uh, I mean, except the the, the album from uh, Arant Marciano and The Alchemist, do you have another favorite lately or maybe an all-time favorite that you always play or a song that always makes you smile or want to dance or happy or, or sad? I don't know you know what okay this is not rap at all but
1: i started listening again to that track that i really loved in 2010 and it's a uh, 10 snake coma mm-hmm. cat and it's <says> <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's better when. Uh, but it has like uh, xylophones mm-hmm. and so i don't know it gives like happy sunny tropical vibe you know like uh, yeah i really like that song so it's more like uh it's not rap at all but my all-time favorite song it's uh the Crossroads by by bontex when i die i hope that they will play that song in the church
0: <laughs> okay so that, uh... that's what i want yeah okay so no worries so you just let's... write it down for your family to know yes but... least <laughs> so we know thank you for yeah. sharing that
1: <laughs> yeah no worries <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice thank you very much uh doc you're welcome yes I, i'm so relieved now i know how to pronounce your name to be honest really i was kind of okay oh, so it's, uh what uh, do you say what <laughs> do you say yes. so now it's dark no um, worries.
1: everybody is asking me the
0: same question so okay Ooh, thank you very much for for your time and, thank you for uh, having me uh, please always a pleasure to have a fellow dj uh and to, to chit-chat about uh, how you get into, uh, you know, putting your hands and your head into music and uh, streaming to people. Educate them a bit. <laughs> <Yep>. Sometimes. <laughs> yes. um, with the kind of uh, other music. And so we can find you on the radio every what on
1: kiosk? I still don't have the second date, so I think it's every two months, mm-hmm. uh, but I still have... Yes, on Kiosk. And the show is called Cruising and Sliding.
0: Cruising and Sliding. Okay, by Duck on Kiosk Radio. Yep. The famous kiosk into Parquet Royal in Brussels. you have uh, other stuff you want to share for your promotion? Yeah, there's a big party coming up. <laughs> but I don't Ooh. know if the
1: podcast will be on uh, on the 5th of uh, November. So it's really closed and uh, really close. It's organized by Pelican Fly. So DJ Slow will be there. Minix from Heartbroken, Love Gang, and uh, Pelican Fly DJ. So yeah, it's going to be club music all night long with some rap trap uh, influence. And uh, yeah. And also another party on the 12th uh, with Lovni John oh, Paul oh, yeah. for the release party of uh, Nancy Cadra. Okay. So it's going to be at uh, Volta. But you can find all the info on my IG dvdv 83 it's not dark because i don't have the access anymore it's a dvdv which is my dvdv mm-hmm. 83 so yeah,
0: I will write that down and tag you in the in the post on Instagram, of course, and okay. you uh will have your pictures on Spotify, Apple Music, wow. Google Music, every wow. music you can find, every yeah. podcast streamer, <laughs> uh you can find uh, Ladies of the Turning Tables is on it. So uh, share uh, the love and spread the music everywhere. And thank you very much. Have a great thank evening you. and uh, see you soon. You too. Okay. Thank you. Ladies of, the ladies of the turning table, 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 ladies of the turning table is ladies of the turning tables.